This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. Only you, only you, you will what? understand what? and appreciate what's about to happen. Now this goes out to my people representing me, a smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes out to my people representing me. Eclectic relaxation. Now this goes out to my people representing Rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. E. Conceited bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. Allow to introduce myself. You want the man. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. You say I'm not the E. You want to make it better. Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner. Best storyteller. Thug narrator. I went not step up in the place. They know I step correct. OG pimp, hustler, gangster, player, hardcore motherfucker, living today. To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick. Remember, I've done a, I did a Looney Tunes podcast, so um, listen to it after you're done with this one. Anyway, and if you heard it before, listen to it again, it's still funny, it's me. I mean, you can't get too much better than me on a podcast. Uh, anyway, Tom and Jerry was dope and violent and arguably racist, but so much fun. You had Tom back when his name was Jasper and was owned by uh, Mammy, Mammy Two Shoes. <laughs> her name was Mammy Two Shoes. Um, for the record, we didn't know what her name was back then, but it, it makes sense because that's all we saw of her except for that one time they showed her face. And she was running down the street, they showed her face. Wasn't, wasn't, a, pretty, wasn't a pretty sight. But uh, Mammy Two Shoes, that's where they got Nanny from, from Muppet Babies. That's all they showed was her feet. Shouts to uh, uh, Barbara Bellingsley. Nanny, right? Um, but most people missed uh, Mammy Two Shoes' face. It was really funny. I thought she was hilarious. Big black lady in her house shoes, yelling at Tom. Uh, <laughs> my best is when she, she told him to get out. O-W-T out. And when I says out, Jasper, I means out. O U W T out. 
Now, I, I remember being really young thinking for, I, for a split second, like, oh, that's how you spell it? But, you know, what the fuck I know? But, uh, it was funny, though. Nobody thought racism back then. It was no, I mean, I'm sure it was, but nobody cared. I mean, it's a cartoon. It's like, you know. So, she threatened to do all kinds of harm to Tom. And most of the time, Tom didn't, he didn't even want any trouble. He was just chilling. But, you know, when he wasn't, Mammy, 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 told him to catch the mouse. And, you know, if if he had to catch the mouse, it was on. Because Jerry, Jerry, on the other hand, uh, way better than Mickey Mouse, by the way. But Jerry was a for real troublemaker. Because technically, he shouldn't have been in the house anyway. He's a mouse. He doesn't, I mean, at least Mammy... That's gonna make me laugh. Mammy two shoes. Um, at least she bought a rescue. T- and it was her cat. The mouse just showed up. It wasn't like it was his cheese, you know. And if he hated Tom so much, he could have found a new hole in a different house. But you know, he was a troublemaker. But you needed that. See, the thing was, they were frenemies before that was a word. And I'm. Um, almost offended that I even used that word but eh. the setups though and the violence and the plots were hilarity like uh, uh, Tom broke a dish and old two shoes because I can't say the other word I'm gonna laugh um, two shoes said if he broke another thing or heard a peep she'd skin him alive or something and then Jerry <laughs> ran around the kitchen and threw every dish cup glass mug all over the place and then Tom caught it all or something. No, the first time he laid pillows down, <laughs> I don't know, he found a room worth of pillows, but he found pillows and put them on the floor. And then he, so Jerry's throwing stuff and he doesn't hear anything. And he looked down at his pillows. And then the, the other time, because Jerry got rid of the pillow, I don't know where the pillows went. But he was throwing all the stuff and 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 then Tom called them all it was balancing them and they were stacked extra high and Jerry climbed on top and threw a plate on the other side of the room and it crashed and uh two shoes uh beat his ass or or the one where the little girl uh treated Tom like a baby he had the booties and the diapers and she was powdering and, and <laughs> it gave him a bottle of milk and then Jerry saw it, was basically laughing at dude, and then Tom did something that hit Jerry or something. That naughty little baby running away from your mama like that. Now you come right out of there, or I will get my hairbrush and I will spank you right on your little daddy. Nancy, like I always say, it ain't the work, it's the worry. Now you get right back in your little bed. Now it's time for your dinner, and here it is. Now, I am going downtown and buy me a new girdle, and you stay right in your little bed, or I will spank you again, and and goodbye. So he's like, all right. And he called called his boys over. This is the equivalent of if you out, you out at the bar, with, with just some hideous looking uh, person, male or female, you know, you know, live your life, and your friend, maybe not even your friend, maybe your friend, sees you, 
and was like, you know, approach you and you tried to diss him, like, ah, get out of here. I want, you know, I'm with uh, Beowulf face. I don't want you. And you just go and call all of your friends to come to that bar. That's what Jerry did. Jerry called his boys, because it's uh, Butch, is Topsy, Lightning, and Meathead. <laughs> Those are his boys. And don't judge me for knowing their names. But anyway, he called them over, and basically they beat him up and teased him until the girl came back home. And they gave him uh, castor oil. Like, it's the other thing. Back in the day, way back in the day, because these joints came out like the 40s and fuck ever, um, punishment was castor oil. They'd pour it in a spoon and, you know, put it in your mouth and you just want to throw up. Um, and I remember my mother, it was this stuff called castor oil. Something. It wasn't castor oil. It was castoria. It was castoria. And I think it was a laxative. I don't know what it was, but if I got in trouble, she would... It didn't dawn on me, though, that I just know she'd get a big spoon and she was terrible and she'd give it to him. That. So I, I identified when I saw, and it was abuse. Anyway, anyway. But um, she gave him castor oil and he threw up, just turned green. Um, Butch was a good rival. Um, and then the black cat that he fought with women over, I think that was Butch. Um, Oh, the one where Tom got drunk off cider. Um, he, he was in the basement, tripped and fell into a big barrel of cider. Why was there a barrel of cider in the basement? <laughs> and why was it drunken, uh, angry ale? <laughs> no, the fuck. But um, that happened. Um, and he got drunk and basically thought he was running the house and the old two-shoes beat his ass. Or they got drunk. Uh, at partying, um, him and the boys, uh, uh, Topsy and Meathead, they got drunk, partying and singing, and they woke Jerry up. And and, and then when he woke Jerry up, he went, he went and got Mammy. And she kicked all their asses and threw them out the house. Um, yeah, one where Tom was gonna get a million dollars. Think about that. Though in the like 50s, a million dollars could probably buy New Hampshire for a million dollars in the 50s. Um, but he's gonna get a million dollars as long as he never harmed another living thing, and it said even a mouse. And, and, and Jerry read it, looked over his shoulder, or something read it, just fucked one the whole day. And every time Tom got ready to give him the business, he'd point to the paper like, You want that money? Eventually, he gave up. He was like, screw the million dollars and started, started trying to beat Jerry's ass. Um, but yeah, um, anything, with, anything with Spike, Spike used to crush Tom. You know? And what, when Jerry saved Spike from the pound, it was the pound or the dog catcher. There used to be a thing called the dog catcher that would just drive around in a truck and just scoop up dogs. Can you, can you even imagine that happening? I mean, I'm, I'm sure the dogs get rescued somehow, but it was just, it seemed so prominent in cartoons back then. It was just the dog catcher. And, and that's what um, George Clinton said in the Atomic Dog. But he would, um, 
He, he saved him, and and and, he, and 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 Spike told him Spike was the big great bulldog, and Spike told him anytime he need Jerry needed him, just whistle. Anytime he ever needs me, just whistle like this. Get it? So Tom would chase chase Jerry, and Jerry would whistle, and Spike would appear from nowhere and just beat the shit out of Tom. Just punch his face, chop his neck, you know, until Tom put some uh, noise-canceling headphones on Spike when he was asleep. He put some, some, some beats by Tom on his, on his ears, and then Jerry would whistle, and he didn't hear him, and then, you know, it, chaos ensued. Um, the one time he gave him, um, Spike gave him a bell to ring, um, and said, "Just ring the bell." It was the same. It was the same formula, but he got caught by the dog catcher, or it was a leash law. They had a leash law or something on there. Anyway, um, oh, then they had the one where they all signed a peace treaty. It was Spike, Tom, and Jaden. You gotta understand. You like however young. You don't know what a Technically, you don't know what a peace treaty is, but you're watching the cartoon and you find out, you understand what a peace... I learned so much from Tom and Jerry and, and Looney Tunes is ridiculous, but they signed a peace treaty because so they stopped fighting. And it was just like, yo, can we stop uh, hitting each other in the face with water pipes? <laughs> so they signed a peace treaty and it was dope because they all three signed it, and so Tom would be doing something, and then another dog in the neighborhood would be like, yo, I'm about to eat Tom, and Spike would come out of nowhere and just beat up the other dog, and the dog looking at Spike like, but, but, or, or a cat would try to get Jerry, it'll be, it'll be Butch, Butch, the, uh, the black cat would be like, yeah, he was chilling, I remember this, he was chilling in like the garbage can, about to eat some like fish bones or some garbage, and Jerry walked by, and, he, and Butch was like, "Oh, bet!" And went and grabbed um, Jerry. Was about to eat him, and Tom came and just like shattered his teeth or some shit. And Butch was looking at him like, "Yo, so what?" And he was dusting off Jerry and just let him go on his way. That shit was funny. But um, a steak squashed the peace treaty. <laughs> It, they all they all had a giant ass steak and they were trying to figure out how to portion it you know and a third so all three could have some and they they kept drawing with like chalk the portions they were gonna get and you know Spike was like I should get the biggest because I'm the biggest and, and they eventually tried to give Jerry like the bone it was a ribeye they tried to give him the ribeye bone and, and they couldn't they couldn't come to a conclusion and they ended up the steak they ended up the steak went flying out the window and into the gutter and down the gutter drain <laughs> and then they got pissed ripped up the, the the treaty and started beating each other again <laughs> that happened uh, but a lot of a lot of these are going to be on the site you put my, my top my that's why that's what happened i was i was getting ready to do the post and i was saying you know Tom and Jerry was hilarious. I'm gonna just uh, hit record and 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 do a quick podcast about Tom and Jerry. So so those are gonna be my, like my favorite joints. Probably like 10, 15. I don't know. But I'm gonna put those 
on the post. Two of my best, though. Solid Sarah. Where we got smooth-ass Tom hitting tutors with Is You Is or Is You Ain't. While he was tormenting Jerry. That was that was the the white cat. That was the white sedity cat, and he had toots. <laughs> toots. This was my favorite. Technically, it was two different toots, but toots was my girl because she was in Zoot Cat. <laughs> Zoot Cat is when he got the Zoot suit. <laughs> when toots called him corny. The beginning of the cartoon, he's trying to he's trying to get up on the on the toots. And he has Jerry as like a, he, no, first he goes up there and he rings the doorbell and he starts to dance and tap and and he has a, a Jerry like he's a ring or some shit and she calls him corny. Boy, are you corny. Boy, are you corny. She called him a corn husker. You act like a square at the fair, a goon from Saskatoon. You come on like a broken arm. You're a sad animal, a long hair, a corn husker. In other words, you don't send me. So bail out. Are you going Are you so corn? Oh, uh, yo. She called him corny, called him a corn husker, and Jerry, he had Jerry in a ring box like he was presenting to her. And after she did that, Jerry ran and got a ear of corn and put it in the ring box. And gave it to Tom. I laugh every time. The boy are you corny. Boy are you corny. How many times have you been told that? How many girls have said, No, Horace, I can only be a sister to you. Get your boots laced, buddy. Get hip to the giant. Step in and see Smile and Sam, the Zoot Suit Man. Step out with a Zoot Suit, with a drape shape and a wreath pleat. 
Wear an ankle-length jacket with three-foot shoulders. Pants that begin at the chin, zoom to a 54-inch knee, then fade softly to a three-inch victory cuff. Get hip, get one, get lost in a new zoot. A zoot. <sighs> a corn husker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Tom cuts up the hammock and uses the lampshade for the hat and, <laughs> and goes back and now she's jogging. She caught, she caught the vapors and hits her with the willow reet, willow root, willow root. Jackson! What's jumping, chick? up on the piano. She had a piano. soul and fire. It is not just a little spark. It is a flame. A big, roaring flame. I can feel it now. It is burning. 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 Say, something is burning around here. That's probably gonna be my number one. It's probably gonna be on the side as my number one favorite. Um, it's perfectly done. Um, they had the ones with Spike and the son Tyke. Man, those was never really good. He had like the hiccups and couldn't make noise or whatever. Nah, God. Um, then the, the, Tom, the Tom and Jerry cartoons though, it was so violent and the sounds the sounds is what made them funny. When someone got slapped or hit with an iron or an anvil or punched, the sounds were just so funny. Um, and then I said on an earlier podcast, one of the Tom and Jerry things actually happened to me in real life, and I'll never forget it. You know? I was outside, had to be like six, seven years old. I was outside playing, me and my friends with two guys living next door. We was outside playing probably like super friends or some shit, I don't know. And my mother called for me to come in the house. It was probably time to eat or maybe somebody was on the phone. I don't know. But anyway, I was like, yo, gotta go. And I was running. <laughs> I was running home. And <laughs> in the backyard, it was a rake. And I didn't really see it. So... I'm running, I stepped on the rake, just like on the cartoon. I stepped on the rake, it was rake side up, and the, the stick, the handle, 
flew up and hit me in the face. Just <laughs> I, I saw stars. They weren't big stars, but I saw stars. And the funniest part is, I was hurt, but I immediately thought of Tom and Jerry just started laughing. I just went, and my mother was like, what's wrong? I was just, I'm like, I, you wouldn't even believe me if I told you. I was roll, I was crying. I was crying not because it was pain. It was just because it was so funny that it actually happened in real. You would watch that, like, you watch the cartoons, you like, that never happens in real life. It's funny, but it never happens in real life, and it actually happened. Um, yeah, I'll never forget that. <laughs> but that was the thing. Um, also, times the racism, which was acceptable in the, the, the 30s and 40s, uh, damn near. Um, not so much in the 90s, which is crazy. We we progress and we regress, and it doesn't make any sense. But they censored and edited the hell out of the show. Like most of the Mammy Two Shoes, that's gonna make me laugh. Most of the Mammy Two Shoes episodes are gone. They got rid of them, or they redrew her with a skinny white woman, and and dubbed over her voice. That's sism. That's, you know, to me, that's racism. And and the ones they didn't, and they actually kept Mammy, <laughs> that's good, Mammy Two Shoes, they overdubbed her voice with Thea Vidal to make her less stereotypical. No OWT out no more. It just, that's corny. I mean, it was funny. As a kid, you're looking like, you're not thinking, oh, they're making fun of black people because... I guess in my neighborhood they didn't make fun of black people. It would have been a problem. But we know it wasn't a thing. You don't, the racism on that stuff only when you hide it or try to change it, it brings attention to it. That's when you. That's when it's a problem. When it's just something. You're a kid. You're a kid. You don't know what that's supposed to be. You just know when a firecracker blows up in a cartoon character's face, their whole face goes black except for their mouth. Oh, then then they had uh, cannibalism, they <laughs> which they they got rid of. They, uh, Jerry was pretending to be a cannibal to scare Tom, and then they ran into the real cannibals where they were getting ready to eat Tom. And so Tom, <laughs> they they took Tom and put him in a big pot and started chopping up shit, and they were gonna eat him. And the, and the cannibal, which was some. Stereotypical dude was like barbecue cat. Hmm. Barbecued cat. About to eat him. Jerry didn't care. It was like, up oh, peace. Sorry, about to die. This is back when Jerry didn't even care if, he, <laughs> if Tom was gonna die. And and then, but he ran into a cannibal mouse, <laughs> and then then they caught him, and 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 the cannibal mouse was like barbecue mouse. Mm. <laughs> barbecue mouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then they had oh. When Nibbles, the, the gray mouse, the little French mouse, when they were the Mouseketeers, or the Mouseketeers, whatever the fuck they call that, and Tom had to catch him, and he didn't, and then they beheaded Tom, you know, and they were just like, eh. 
<laughs> the nibbles was like uh, say la vie. Futuristic and herky jerky, and the, the music was weird. I don't know who took over then, but that was terrible. I hated that. Um, I never cared for the Tom and Jerry kids joints either. Like, none of the kids' cartoons ever worked for me. You had the Scooby Doo kids and the Tom and Jerry kids with Droopy and Dripple, and I mean, it's a funny name, but none of them, except for Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies were the only one, was the only one that was good. Anyway, uh, yeah, Yankee Doodle, that yellow duck, it was corny. Didn't like him. Didn't like the voice. Also, Tommy Jerry was gonna be in Roger Rabbit, but Ted Turner's a douche, so that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I just wanted to, to, to do a quick podcast about Tommy Jerry memories. Look, if you, if you have some, put them in the comments or, or tweet me at podcastadp or hashtag ADP, hashtag Tom and Jerry. I don't know. Um, so, come on, And until the next show, uh, um, appreciation. Before we get started, oh, Froggy went to court and he did ride Crambo. Froggy went to court and he did ride Crambo. Froggy went to court and he did ride a sword and a pin and a revolver by his side. Crambo. Crambo killed Fla La Ra Ru Lo Lo Ru. Fla Do Yellow Bug Too Large. Too Large. That's a hard part right in there, and then that's you. Crambo killed a la ra ro, flop a doodle yellow bug, too long did he cover up, stop bottom it, crambo. Alioli! And the yodel goes right in there somewhere, but it's a little too high for me. Oh, where will the wedding supper be, crambo? Where will the wedding supper be, crambo? Where will the wedding supper be? Way down yonder in the hickory nut, in the hickory nut, in the cottonwood, in the eucalyptus tree. Crambo, Crambo killed la 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 that's that hard part again, right in there. Flop a doodle yellow bug, two lot of the didn't come around top bottom it. Are you?